With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With last week's games in the books, it's time to place wagers for the upcoming week of sports. There's no better way of being a part of the game like Action 24-7's app. The official sports booking site for the full sport press podcast. Get into the game right from your couch. It's pretty simple. Just download the Action 24-7 app, create your profile, and use code FSP100. That's code FSP100. Only the Action 24-7 app. Eligibility restriction applied. See Action247.com for more details. Remember, game responsibly for promotional use only. Everything paid for. We did a lot for the wins. Came in a drop on the 10. Now we on top, top once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to tighten the plan. Yeah, I got it right in the end. Now we on top, top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love. If it ain't get it away from me. Who you gon' jack if it ain't us? LABB to the bakery. Some niggas mad that I came up. I know my granny gon' pray for me. It was just us in the vacancy. We had to get it from A to B. Wheels never felt like this. Two seats in the hills, how feel righteous. Blue sheets for the mills, but the deal prices. Greetings and salutations. We are back with another 2021 playoff show. Weezing Jeff out on assignment, so it was only right I got my realville brethren in. AB to talk some NFL division football. What's up, Doc? What's popping, guys? What you doing, Lock? How you doing, Doc? You all right? What's going on, man? Yeah, man. It's, you know, bittersweet playoffs, man. I ain't, I can't rep like my, my good guy AB over there is repping, man. You know how, boys, we sitting at home on the couch. <laughs> when was the last time you had some San Francisco gear on, Doc? Oh, I still wear it now. Oh, it just, you know, it don't stop because we losing. I had, I probably had some on last week, to be honest. Straight up? Yeah. yeah. Got to rep. I ain't worn none since probably about week five, week six. <laughs> That's what you knew it was over with. That's what I knew it was over with. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's talk some football, man. And then there were eight teams remaining in the race for Super Bowl 55 with the divisional round of the 2021 NFL playoffs. Here, it's time to go through another round like we did last week. Appreciate everybody that told us how great our predictions were. That was a joke. It was me being sarcastic. Hey, there was a good reason for Jeff to miss this. For sure. Weezy, too. Anyway, let's go through some predictions against the spread. Starting Saturday, January the 16th, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3.30 Central. L.A. Rams at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are favored by six and a half points. We will start with you, A.B. Who is the winner and why? Look, man, nobody is giving the Rams a chance. Um, We don't know who the starting quarterback will be, but I don't even think that that matters because both of them are limited. Uh, golf is limited by injury. Wolford is limited by skill and experience. So I, th- I think the obvious matchups to watch Ramsey on Adams, a banged up Aaron Donald against the top tier Green Bay offensive line. Uh, in the end, I think Green Bay is the better 52 man roster. 
You know what I'm saying? And more importantly, they have a far more superior quarterback, which will be the difference. Number one defense against the number one offense is going to be entertaining. Um, I've got Green Bay winning. If we're going to talk spreads, I've got them. I've got the Rams covering the spread. I just think it'll be a, a closer game, but Green Bay will be in control. But in the end, it will fall under six and a half. So I, I'll say 23-16, 23-17, something like that. Like what you got? Uh, the Rams, man, they pulled a surprising upset on the road Seattle. You know, it was clear that Jared Goff, he had to get thrown in. But it was clear he couldn't even grip the ball great. He, thumb was giving him problems. He couldn't throw the ball down the field like he normally could. It was basically a sloppy game for both offenses. Now, like A.B. mentioned, the biggest story out of all this is going to be Aaron Donald. He suffered a torn rib college, which means he's going to be pain through pain. Packers, they're going to be fresh after a week of rest. Green Bay's explosive offense might be a problem for the Rams. And I think the injury to Aaron Donald is going to cost the Rams just a little bit, and that's going to allow the Packers to cover that six and a half. So I have the Packers winning, covering that spread. All right, I'll bring up the rear, man. The Rams will make this a game strictly off of their running game. They got Andrew Whitworth back, have Cam Akers with his fresh legs. Jared Goff will get a week preparation, a little bit more treatment on that hand. Working that play action, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Here's the problem. They got Jay Alexander out there. True. Listen here. You want to talk about lockdown? We talking about lockdown. There's two lockdowns on the other side of the ball, too. On the other side, you got Rodgers against... Ramsey. The problem that I worry about with the Packers, which they'll keep it close as far as the Rams, Bakhtiari. Not there, man. That's going to be tough. Rodgers leading them 24-20, not covering the spread, but I got the Packers moving on. Mm. You got them scoring 20 points? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't the 85 Bears. They going to score 20 (laughs) on y'all. Yeah, that's true. And this ain't Kurt Warner either, though. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's true. You're right about that. That's true, too. The question <laughs> is, uh, who are they going to activate? They're going to have to activate another quarterback. True. Or you with the punter. Can't rely on that. You better not Let's move on to the next Saturday game, January 16th, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Ravens at the Bills. Two and a half points right now as we speak with the Bills. Who's the winner in why, AB? Let's start with you. Uh, this is on everybody's radar as an upset pick of the weekend. Um, not mine, though. I'm going with the Bills. I get it, though. The Bills are missing their starting running back. Ravens have a great pass defense. But I think it's a little bit of fool's goal. Uh, the Ravens have had a very favorable second half schedule to the season, beating up on doormats like Jacksonville and Cincy. Meanwhile, it took an all-time great quarterback run to get 20 points against the Titans' slaw-ass defense. So add that to the fact that the Bills had a horrible uh, had horrible starting field position almost the entire first half against the Colts. I don't see that happening two weeks in a row. I love Lamar Jackson, but I'm going with the Bills. Matter of fact, take my house and place it right firmly on top of this two-and-a-half-point spread with the Bills. Easy. I love Lamar, though. You love the house, man. Where you at, Coach? Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen got their first playoff win to set up a matchup of 2018 first-round quarterbacks. While we know, like he mentioned, Lamar Jackson is high running, it's not clear that they can win by passing the ball. 
if you saw that pass Lamar Jackson threw, it looked like he was throwing the ball to Malcolm Butler. That's how bad that throw was. But they're going to run the ball well. We know that. But Baltimore is going to need their defense to match that performance against the Titans, how they showed, slowed down Derrick Henry to slow down this Buffalo Bills team. Now, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, they picked up right where they left off in the regular season. You know, they were, got connected for the deep touchdown and helped the Bills. With all that being said, I just don't think the Ravens are going to be able to do enough because the Bills are going to pack the box and they're going to force Lamar Jackson to pass the ball to beat them. And I don't think he's going to be able to do it. So give me the Bills in a close one. The class of 2018, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Here's the thing. The Bills' defensive weakness is against the run. You got J.K. Dobbins. You got Gus Edwards. It's time. And they also signed Devontae Freeman off the practice squad. So turn they could probably throw him in for a couple of sets as well. The Ravens blitz too much, and I think Josh Allen will take advantage of that on a couple of big plays. It'll come down to which quarterback can make the fewest mistakes or make some plays off script, and I think that will go with Stephon Diggs, who can consistently get the better of Marcus Peters on the outside. Give me the Bills winning 27-24. to 24. I don't think any of us would be surprised if the, if the Ravens won, though, right? Like, this, that wouldn't be surprising. Hmm, that's a good I question. Wouldn't. I would be surprised if the Bills lose this game. Really? Mm-hmm. That's just how bad the Ravens as a collective on offense are. They just do. They dink and dunk the whole game, dog. Yeah, it's true. That's it. Yeah. Mark Ingram has disappeared this year. I don't know what he's what he's done. He's, COVID got him. Yeah, he, and he just got to bounce back now. Glue gun. Mark Ingram. Uh-oh. He put the glue gun on him. Glue gun. <laughs> Get him out of here. Let's move on to the Sunday games, man. January the 17th, 305 Eastern Standard Time. Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are 10-point favorites right now. It's insane. Who's the winner Why, YAB? Uh, give me the Chiefs. Congrats on the Browns for overachieving this year. Losing their number one wideout in ODB early in the season. They still made it to the playoffs with a new coach. Winning a playoff game without the new coach. Um, but they don't have a dependable enough quarterback in this particular scenario. Now, I do think the line is too high. Um, the Chiefs, the last eight games, peep how many points they have won by. Two, four, three, six, six, three, and three. And then an L for the last meaningless game of the season. So they haven't looked like the well-oiled machine that we've come accustomed to. But I don't see Mahomes and Andy Reid going out, losing to the Browns. I just can't see it. Shout out to Cleveland, Bone Thugs, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, but the Cinderella story is over. Uh, this was done at the coin flip. I'm going with the Chiefs. I don't think it's a blowout, but I think it's handily in control. Um, I'll go 35-24. But you got a lot. The Browns scored the most points in the quarter in postseason history, and when they beat the Steelers for the second time in a week to earn their first playoff win since 1994. Although the Steelers were having to throw the ball every time because they were down 28, they still had something to say when you're going in there to play against Pat Mahomes and all the weapons. Chubb and Hunt, will have to dominate this game if Cleveland wants a chance to win this game. If they cannot dominate and keep Pat Mahomes off the field, they don't stand a chance because the Chiefs have weapons for days. Pat running that show, Cleveland not being able to stop the pass, I think it might get ugly. And I think this is going to be the game that the Chiefs finally cover their spread. So give me the Chiefs and that 10 points. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I heard you. I think this is the statement game for Kareem Hunt. He has a lot to prove. They turned their back on him. He said in his own words, this is a big game for me. I'm going to show up. So 
with Baker Mayfield, he can't get into a chuck fist with Patrick Mahomes. He just doesn't have the talent around him. The Browns got to play ball control using uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, picking kind of good spots to throw the ball to my guy, Juice Landry, and hit on some big plays like how they did against the Steelers on play action and bootlegs. I think, man, the Chiefs will counter relentlessly by being rested and being able to watch some of the things that they did against the Steelers. They just don't have enough, man. I just don't think they have enough. Chiefs win by mm, 34-17. Easy work, for sure. So you went Kareem Hunt revenge game. So it's a revenge game. Watch. You know they always set it up for the revenge game for the guys. Yeah. The last of the Mohicans. Sunday, January 17th, 6.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Tampa Bay Bucks at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are favorite minus three. Give me the winner and why. You got it, A.B.? Um, we know they've already played twice this year. Saints have won both of those games. We all know it's tough as hell to beat the same team three times in one season. The Saints defense have been on point lately. Um, not counting that, that Bears game, although the Bears have been cooking slightly, they shut them completely down. And the Bucks offense can sometimes be a bit Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, but give me Tampa in an entertaining game. Uh, Brady's weapons are crazy. Uh, they're indoors on the AstroTurf. Um, despite the strong pass rush by the Saints, this one has shootout written all over it, man. My upset pick of the week. Give me the Bucks 33 to the Saints 31. What you got a lot? The Saints defense played spectacularly against the Bears, aside from the one touchdown they gave up with no time left that kept them out of the end zone. It wasn't pretty for the most game offensively, but Michael Thomas, he finally got some type of offense that's maybe there to get him going because we know he's been out. And a former Avakamar, he's going to do what he does. We know how he's going to get the little screen passes, the little quick dump offs. He's going to turn it in offense. We know he's going to do that. But Tampa Bay's offense played good against Washington. The only thing that worries me about Tampa Bay is they let Taylor Heineke keep it close until the final drive. Come on, Taylor Heineke? That's not going to be good for them. Now, the Buccaneers offensive line, they did keep Tom Brady up for most of the game. So I'm still going to go with Tom. I just have to. He has too many weapons, and it is so hard, like A.B. mentioned, to beat a team three times in a row, especially when it's a division team. So I'm going to go with the upset also. Give me the Bucks. Let's kind of go back to those two games. Um, Brady's first game as a Buccaneer was against the Saints. He didn't know what the hell was going on. Second shot was even worse at home in week nine. But I think this is the best we've seen of the Bucs playing at a level. I think it's elite right now with Mike Evans, Godwin, Tony O'Brown. He has his tight ends. The Saints have developed a little bit more coverage issues all over the field since seeing the um, Bucs after week nine. I think Brady would just adjust like he always does, man. They both, both teams actually stopped the run really well. So I think it will be the situation where who makes the play, man, who can avoid the big mistakes, I think Brady has simply been a little bit more impressive as far as a passer, as far as the playoffs are concerned. But I think Breeze, man, will have some success working on shorter routes to Michael Thomas. I got the Saints winning, man, but not covering the spirit. I think it'll be 34-31 Saints. Mm. I, tell you I think what. they got the right games at the, the primetime joints, although I'm a Packers fan. I like the New Orleans Buccaneers game, and I like the Ravens and Bills primetime. I'm, I'm here for both of those primetime. Yeah, now. Nah. 
Chris Godwin gonna have to get some glue on his hands or something because he's been dropping the ball terribly recently, and that's uncharacteristic of him. Yeah, nah, he's been dropping the ball, and Brady's came out and said he's his best receiver he's ever played with as far as hands and catching. So we'll see. But I just think, man, Mike Thomas got a lot to say. I know a lot of people that are fantasy football owners of him are very upset because he showed up in the first game of the playoffs. He hadn't played all year. So, I mean, that's, that's a bitter statement, but I think he'll kill. I think he'll kill. Oh, speaking of receivers, over or under 85 yards for Devontae Adams? Over. Under. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh, they got – oh, never mind. I'm, I'm playing sure Ramsey. They got Jelly Rams over there. Never mind. Man, we ain't starting him. Yeah, I don't think he's – I don't think he's allowed some anybody to have over a hundred this year. You better be worried about him. That's why I said eighty-five, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't think it's been close to eighty-five. I know only one person scored on him all year. That boy that locked is. down. He went and gets an all-pro technician like Devontae Adams, guys. It's it's the quarterback. It's the quarterback. <laughs> we appreciate everybody pulling up. Appreciate you, AB man, for coming in late. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Yeah, Yo, man, sure. always good. Yeah, man, don't forget to create that profile on Action 24-7's website. If you are in the state of Tennessee, fortunately, the guys on this call are not. So, in turn, if you're in the state of Tennessee, use code FSP100, man. They'll match you dollar for dollar up to 100 bucks. So, next time, we appreciate everybody pulling up, man. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The Revolution will be podcasted.